Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. Episode 69. Are you aware? This is the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast, home of the Seven Days of Sex Challenge, featuring your hosts, the authors of the groundbreaking new book, Stripped Down, Tony and Elisa DiLorenzo. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. And first and foremost, we're getting ready to launch the second annual Seven Seven Days Days of Sex Sex Challenge. Challenge. That's right. We are the home of the Seven Days of Sex Challenge. And uh, this next one will be held May 8th through 14th, Mm -hmm. 2011. So The clock's ticking. Yeah. So those of you who listened to this in like 2012, there'll be another one. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Jumping ahead a whole nother year. I know. (laughs) I'm thinking if you've been listening to us last year and you want to do it again, here's your chance. And you're already talking to the 2012 listeners. Yeah. For those of you who didn't catch it last year, it was a blast. So go to the website, oneextraordinarymarriage.com. We've uh, posted the announcement blog post called Here We Go Again, Second Mm -hmm. Annual Seven Days of Sex Challenge. And you can get all the information there. There's loads of information. There's loads of ways that you can share this with your friends. Um, I think right now the biggest thing is, is we're little less than three weeks out. And the biggest thing I would say is if, if this is something you want to do with your spouse, this is the perfect time to start talking to them about it because last year we had people spring it on their spouse at the last minute. Not that it didn't work for them. Not that it didn't work. But it for doesn't them, always work, but it does if you ex- spring it on a spouse. Right. So start talking about it. It's that whole, you know, the communication thing we talk about, that emotional and intellectual intimacy that you guys can have and start talking about this because it's seven days and or nights or days and nights. And days and yeah, but seven consecutive. Right. And for our um friends out in Australia and South Africa, we'll figure out your times. So Mary you know you can hit me up. You we'll, know we're we'll doing seven days consecutive, yeah. right we'll, around May we'll, 7th or 8th. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But it, it really is a time to start talking about uh-huh. what is involved. And Elise and I coming up with the dates, you know, even for us, it's like, okay, we're doing this again. Right. And, you know, one of the things that we learned last year when we tried to do it over the summer is like a lot of you, there are summer vacations. The kids are out in school. You've got a few more challenges with you know, those of you that have children when they're around all the time. And so we actually backed it up a month um, to try and eliminate the vacation and kids are home all the time um, to give you guys a boost in terms of, you know, success rate. Um, Because we did hear from that from a lot of people. You were either traveling or you had family in and many of you made it happen in spite of those challenges. And this is, we did. Um, we actually were getting ready to speak at a marriage retreat at the end of that week and we still pulled it off. Um, yeah. And this, in this time we, we did, um, 
we did put this. We're doing this earlier. Our marriage retreat is June, what? 10th, 11th, and 12th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and this year we just decided not to do it around there. It, it was a little hectic for us. And we want our marriage retreat to be about, about us. Um, you know, we had such a good time on this last trip to Puerto Rico without computers and phones and everything. Uh, we're going to do the same thing, mm-hmm. you know? So we wanted to put this at a time that worked for us as well as you guys, because we want you to be successful in it. So start talking about it, thinking about it. And here's something else too, is that it's a week and we, we, we really hone in on the physical, the sexual intimacy, but realize this week doesn't have to be for naught if you're unable to do all seven days. We talk physically, physically mm-hmm. yes, because we talk about six forms of intimacy and this week could be just used just as well talking about each one of those intimacies each day. Mm-hmm. We, had, we had a number of couples last year that were not able to be physically intimate due to health reasons, you know, a number of different reasons. And if you go back to um, the daily comments from last year, you would see some of those in there. But they still made intimacy a priority for seven consecutive days and reaped the benefits of that focus on intimacy in their marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, sh- you yeah. sure can. I mean, it was just, you know, it was, a, it was amazing, you know, to read and hear about their efforts because mm-hmm. even though we do focus on the physical in this, they said, you know what? We can't do that. But we are still, you know, we're going to pray together every day. We are going to walk together every day. We are going to, you know, whatever it was. Talk about our finances. Talk, you know, we are going to be together present every day mm-hmm. for a period of time. And they did. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, we talk about doing this. It's a time to renew your marriage by you know, creating this focus on intimacy. It's not a cure-all. No. Um, you know, if your marriage is having major problems, a focus on having intimacy or being intimate for seven days is not going to solve all your problems. No, it, it, it really isn't. Um, unfortunately, it can almost drive a wedge in between you and split you up even more. Mm-hmm. because there's so much underlying tension. So look at that in your marriage. And it it might not be the time for you right now. Mm-hmm. But what we do hope is that maybe it, it, it sparks something in you to realize that maybe there's some unresolved issues going on in your life that have been going on in your life for months, years, you know, before you got married and you're still holding on to this stuff. And maybe this is a time for you to really come into prayer with God and seek some help, some guidance. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, folks, if there's one thing that we hear over and over again is that it's many, many, many of marriages that don't seek help and just, it, it just, goes down the drain. It, it, it does. You can find folks out there. You have to be willing. And uh, just like anything else, you interview people. Mm-hmm. I've learned over the years that when you are working with a coach, when you're working with a counselor, 
you have every right as the paying individual or couple to interview. Get a 30-minute consultation. And even if you're not paying, let's say your church offers counseling services, if, you, if it's not a fit for you with the first counselor, it's okay to say that. Yeah. Even if you're not, you know, even if it's on a volunteer basis, because the two of you have to be able to be open and honest with whoever you're working with. Mm-hmm. So regardless of whether you're, if you're the one receiving the service, the person giving the service has to work with you. Yeah. You mesh with your personalities and, and you both have to feel comfortable with this person because let's face it, if you've got stuff that you have literally stuffed down so far that maybe your spouse doesn't even know, it's going to take, you know, you got to peel back those layers and it's got to be in a safe environment. Yeah. And you got, wow. You know, one, one of the hardest things is I think when we're in our marriages is that when we do have these issues and they're unresolved, the devil's really working his, his magic on us, his tricks, you know, because we feel alone and isolated and that if we mention something to our spouse, it's going to be over. There's going to be a divorce. There's going to be a separation. They're going to move out, whatever it might be that's running around in your head. What I suggest you do is, is sit down with your spouse, pray, obviously, if you can together beforehand. But when you come together and talk, I think the biggest thing you got to look at, and it's one thing that Elise and I did many years ago, is that we had to wipe away that we weren't going to get divorced. We weren't going to get separated. Understanding that, obviously, physical abuse, um, emotional abuse, Mm -hmm. these go sometimes, this goes beyond that normal realm. So if you're in that type of a relationship, you need to seek help. For Elisa and I, we had some massive issues between us though those of physical abuse or emotional abuse were not involved but even so i can recall just even with pornography or telling her about other stuff that has happened in my life being so scared to bring these things up because if i did what was going to be the backlash so when we did talk to each other and we finally put it out there that divorce wasn't an option that allowed me to come clean did it take time? Sure. It's taken Elisa time to come clean on issues as well. Mm-hmm. And you know, you can't just, bur- you know, just blurt it all out, blurt it all out and just dump it on them. You know, you're going to have a lot of things to wade through. So, um, I know it sort of got on a little tangent. Yeah. It's just, uh, some, it, some people look at the seven days of sex challenge and, and when you read the stories, um, if you go back through last year, there, there were some, and I will I will use the word miraculous stories. Yeah, oh, yeah. But but I need to put the caveat on the seven days of sex challenge that while it can do amazing and will do amazing things for your marriage, you may be a couple out there, like Tony said, for whom this is not the right time. And and you need to be aware of that. I mean, we're, we're going to be talking about this for the next three weeks. We're going to be at, you know looking for you guys to, I don't know, you're going to have them sign up or what is there going to be a mm-hmm. sign okay yeah they, they do the comments below okay like comments last below year, like last year. name how long you've been married and so you know we are going to be asking we're going to want to know about you guys um 
you know, and we're hoping to I mean, maybe even pick up a few more countries. Um, we know we've got our friends in Australia. We've got our friends in South Africa and Holland and Canada. And so we're, we're looking for you guys to uh, spread the word and see if we can't pick up a few more countries this year. In addition to all of our wonderful um, couples here in the States. But, you know, be on board with this together. You know, get excited about it. Mm-hmm. Start planning now. You know, okay, what are we going to do for those seven days? Is there going to be time where, you know, somebody can come home from work early or maybe you've got, you know, you can do a lunchtime, you know, nooner. You can, um, you know, sneak out in the backyard after the kids go to bed. You can light candles in the living room. I mean, I'm just throwing these things out now just to kind of wet your whistle and, and, you know, get your brainstorming on. And if you start talking about it now, I mean, you've got three weeks to plan. You might have more than seven days of fun planned by the time we get there. Yeah. That's okay. Which is go longer. Um, But, you know, it's like with everything we do, you know, we've heard from some some couples who are like, oh, this was a little bit more challenging than we thought it was going to be. Oh, it it, it can be. And, and it will be. I mean, you will find that this will be the, the week that kids get sick. And this will be the week that you've got those deadlines at work. And this will be the week that, you know, somebody needs you to stay late after a meeting and help out. And you're like, I, I, I'm on the clock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's waiting for me. She's waiting for me. And we had people last year that said, you know what? I got to go. I, I got a date with my husband and um, clock's ticking. And you're not the one important right now. Right. Um, so be aware like Tony said, devil's kind of, he's not going to be real happy about this. And you're going to have those challenges that you're like, really? Any other seven days, this would not have happened. It will happen in the seven days. I can promise you. Right. The I, coolest thing is though that you make a commitment mm-hmm. and you have fun. Have fun. Smile. Laugh. Try new things. That's what it's about. It's about getting away from what we do all the time and just pushing that envelope a little bit together. Yep. And you know, it's just joyous and it's fun. And yes, it can be work. It can be a lot of work for us males who can't ejaculate after like the third or fourth day. We're tired. We're beat down. But you know what? It's about being in this marriage, supporting each other Mm -hmm. and just having a good time being together. Yeah. Being together. So, so we'll talk about it more, um, as comments start to come in and, and as we, you know, start to see how this all formulates together. Um, I think we're going to have some daily prizes. We got daily prizes. I got daily uh, prizes from a number. You, if you read books, yeah, if just you read, read everything. That first thing, go all the way through to the bottom. You'll be thankful that you did because there's a lot of information in there and you'll be, you know, happy to read all that and just get an idea. And if you've got questions, shoot them off to us. Um, we've been through it a couple times now. This will be what our third challenge together. One, 60, two, one, two, three, fourth. fourth. Okay. Fourth time. Oh yeah. Cause we did third. it that one time yeah. that we didn't, this will we'll, be our third seven day challenge. This is our third seven day. And then six. Yeah. So we've got a little bit of experience here and there are enough people in the community that have done 60 day challenges and seven day challenges Yeah. that, you know, if we throw out a question, if you pose a question to us that we don't know an answer to, we'll throw it out to the community and, and get you the feedback. Yeah, um, we need to hear some we did it's too. Well, I'm hoping that in a couple of weeks, we our, our phones are going to be ringing off the hook. So if you have to call us for any reason, 858-876-5663. Why are you talking over me tonight? I don't, sorry, I will stop. 
<laughs> talking. Gosh. They're going to call me on it. I'm going to get emails now. <laughs> I'm just so excited. I don't know. I hear the music and I heard the seven days of sex challenge in the intro. And then I was like, Ooh, we're, we're talking about the next oh, one. That's what we got to talk about. Oh yes, 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 yes. I got to talk about this. So as many of you know, one of mine and Elisa's favorite things in bed is oral sex. Oh, okay. I'm like, you got all excited there and I'm, I'm, you guys can't tell this, but like my, my mouth has just been hanging open for the last 15 seconds going, what in the world is he talking about? So yes. And we have not had oral sex in how long? The last time we did, we got in a fight or the last time we were about to do it. We got, we didn't get in a fight. It was just a little of a tiff. I walked out of the bedroom. Okay, so you call that a little tiff? <laughs> I was very upset. You were incredibly upset. Yes. It's probably been four months, three, four months. At least. So anyways, Elisa finally got in with her doctor because it takes forever to get into the doctor these days, as many of you know. And so I'll let you take it from there. Wait, I okay. So I, you know, I'm talking to him and it's so funny because, uh, you know, Tony and I are so open about our sex life. I mean, obviously we share it with you guys every week. And so I go in there and he's like, so how you doing? I said, you know, great. Um, but here's the deal. My husband, you know, has this oral virus that we can't seem to get rid of. And he just well, like bacteria. Infection. Yeah, whatever. He's got this thing going on in his mouth. And, you know, I think it's me. And so he, the doctor cocks one eye like, oh, and I'm thinking, you're a gynecologist. Like nobody has ever brought this up to you before. I mean, just this kind of weird thing. Anyhow, so they do the the swab test, you know, to find out what it is. And, you know, it comes back that it's negative for vaginitis or vaginosis or bacteria. I have no yeast infection. Yeah, there's Let's no put bacteria. It that way. So it's not me. But here's the thing that the doctor said. He goes, it could be external. So if you could use a cream that that would you know, possibly take care of if it, if it was, he's, he didn't think it was. Okay. So we find this out on Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. So come Thursday, I go, Hey, Elise, have uh, you been using that cream that the doctor said? Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm sitting here thinking to myself, you found out Tuesday, <laughs> you know, this is something we like. And you're like, well, you know, I just haven't had I'm time. So and I'm like, I haven't had time. What are you th- I'm so bad with medicines. I am so, so bad. No, with med- I am. No. I am. I am horrible with medicines. I'm the person that doesn't take their full dose. You know, if they, if they get like a seven well, day Well, at course. least you started. You didn't even start. This. I did. No, I did start, but I wasn't doing it the twice a day, like he said. But can we talk about what we found out was most likely causing it, Mr. Bicycle Man? Oh, yeah. So Saturday, I went <laughs> biking. And, and we'll, we'll, we'll wrap this up. I, we've gone way longer than we normally have in the last recent episodes. And we'll get to the topic. Well, we talked about the seven days of sex challenge. Yes. So on top of okay. So on Saturday, I went biking and I came home and I, I used these water bottles by Camelback, the podium bottles. They have, they got the greatest valve. They, they really, they're awesome for us cyclists. Anyways, the way they're made and the way they're put together, bacteria and mold can build up in there if you don't wash them. Well, I, I decided, well, you know what? I better wash these. So I take them apart. And mm-hmm. they're pretty darn. They're black. Not not the whole thing is black, but there's there's a good amount of mold. And I use these two, three times a week. 
And it's not that they don't get washed in between, but he doesn't always take all the valve components apart. Right. Because it's it's work mm-hmm. to take these. But like around this little valve, I mean, it was just this little black circle. Yeah, it was pretty nasty. And I'm so. thinking, oh, so maybe every time you take a drink, that stuff's shooting into your mouth. Yeah. Hmm. And that was on both of my bottles. So that was that. So you know what? Tonight after the podcast, we'll have some oral sex and we'll see what happens tomorrow. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> nothing like having a scientist in the family (laughs) let's trust this hypothesis let's try it out we'll see what happens so all right let's hit it so we've already talked a little bit about spiritual intimacy and now we're going to dive into it a little bit right we were going to talk you know when we talked to you guys last week coming off our trip to puerto rico we had mentioned that we were going to get more into you know talking about prayer and um we kind of had a different direction on where we thought this week's podcast was going to go but as so often happens we receive an email somewhere along the week and it changes our course, which is fine. We will get into that kind of what we're going to be doing with our prayer life. But I got this email that I want to read to you and we just want to talk about, are you aware of the people that God brings into your life? And so this is actually um, from my dad. And as many of you know, that have been listening to us for a while, um, he was diagnosed with prostate cancer earlier this year. And a week ago, September, April 11th, he had um, prostate surgery or this robotic thing. Anyway, so he's been home this whole last week. And so this was from my dad. He said, thank you for the many blessings my wife and I have received through your love. When the Lord foresaw my need for a hospital bed at home, he offered it to me through a friend. When the Lord foresaw our need for someone to sit with Beth while I was in surgery, he offered it to her through a friend. When the Lord foresaw that it would be good to see a friend in the midst of all the doctors, nurses, and medical staff. He sent a friend in to visit me. When the Lord foresaw that I would need to miss attending daily mass, he offered daily communion through a friend. When the Lord foresaw that I would need someone to sit with me on Wednesday, he sent a friend to be with me all day long. When the Lord foresaw that I would need a ride to the hospital for the follow-up, yes, he offered a ride through a friend. And many years ago, when the Lord foresaw that I would need a lifelong friend and companion, he sent Beth into my life. It has often been said that the Lord is always working in our lives. It's just that he works through people. It's just that he works through the people he puts in our lives. Well, in the recent past, I have seen this happening on a daily basis. God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. Thank you for the prayers and for being the hands, feet, and voice of the Lord. Now, of course, this gets me a little emotional because these are my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was so struck by a number of different things in this message that my dad had sent out to uh, a number of people that have been praying and, and just being in contact with him through this journey. And really, the first thing that jumped out at me out at me was the comment, when the Lord foresaw that I would need a lifelong friend and companion, he sent Beth into my life. Yeah, and they've been married... They got married in 74. So 39 years. Uh, no, no. no. 30, going on 37. 37. My parents just celebrate 39. No. 30. 37. They both got married in 70. No. Oh, maybe. Is it 39? Wait, they got married in 72. Oh, so 30. it is 39 this year. Yeah. Because I'm going to be 38, babe. Yeah. Yeah, it is 39 this year for both of them. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ah, uh, see, I know my numbers. I know my dates. But, Okay. Congratulations. Cold star on the date. How long have we been married? 14 and a half years. What's our anniversary? 
October 5th. Okay, just checking. I want to make sure you know all the dates. Um, yeah, how many of us ever stop to think about the Lord sending a lifelong mate and, uh, friend and companion? Do we ever look at our spouses and say, wow, you're God's gift to me. God knew I was going to need you in my life. You know, I mean, I'm reading those words and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, my parents have been married almost 40 years. Um, they've definitely had their share of ups and downs and roller coaster rides as anybody that's been together more that than long. a day. <laughs> um, and yet th- the level of love that comes through just that line in this message, I go, I, you know, I, I read that. And I said to myself, how often do I think of Tony in that light? Do I look at him and say, wow, God knew what he was doing. You know, he put you in the right place in the right time. And it, I mean, that's all God's timing and place, but he put you there and he put me there. You're, yep. you're silent. No, I, I'm just listening. Okay. Um, the other thing that, that came through this was, you know, are you aware of all those people that are in your life? that do those seemingly inconsequential activities that like my dad said at the end of this message are being the hands, feet and voice of the Lord. You know, are you the friend who, you know, says, yeah, I I can pick that up for you. I'm running to the store. I'll pick that up for you. Or, you know, do you hear words of encouragement from a friend and ever stop to think, Maybe that's God telling you, hey, I'm right here. You might not listen to the still small voice, but you've got your girlfriend cheering you on. Mm-hmm. Or your husband calling up the phone saying, I just wanted to let you know I was thinking about you today. Maybe that's God saying, I just want you to know I was thinking about you today. Mm-hmm. You know, or taking care. We've got... um a a woman in our neighborhood who has had some health problems and while we were in Puerto Rico ended up in the hospital and, and you know, the neighbors immediately around her are doing everything from, you know, cause she lived by herself, you know, going through her home and getting the pieces, you know, when she's asking for stuff in the hospital, you know, the neighbors that have the keys and permission to enter the house are getting, you know, the things that she needs. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're taking time out of their, their lives and they're not doing it just because she asked them to. They're doing it because they're showing God to her. And whether she's aware of that or not, they are being the hands and feet of Jesus. A- and so we have so many opportunities to not only receive that, but to give it on a daily basis. And I just wonder... I wonder if we're ever, you know, obviously we're probably not fully aware all the time because there's so much stuff competing for our attention. But do you ever just find yourself going, wow, I see God in that. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and when you do acknowledge that, do you offer praise? Do you offer thanksgiving that... Oh, I see that. 
You know, it's like when, I mean, I think back to, you know, even this year um, on Andrew's birthday on December 14th, I had text messages from girlfriends all over the country saying, I'm thinking about you. You know, and, and in reading this message from my dad, I'm like, that was God telling me that he had me that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't just my girlfriends. It was God saying, I know you're hurting today. And, and sometimes, you know, you've got to use that 2020 hindsight. You've got to look back and say, oh, okay, that, that was God's hand there. And sometimes that's the way it works. You don't see it right when it's happening because you're like, oh, that was great that they all, you know, sent me a text. But I read this and I know how deep my dad's relationship is and how strong his faith is in Jesus. And so I, you know, I use this message and I say, oh my gosh, my dad's just giving me this amazing gift. And anybody else that reads this message and all of you to say, are you aware? Mm -hmm. You know, as you go through this week, as you look back on the last few weeks or months of your life, do you see God's hand in your life? I think the big thing is stopping and, and realizing that. You know, when Elise and I were in Puerto Rico, we had a great opportunity to be able to do that. Obviously, we didn't have the computer. And, you know, that allowed us to do to see that. Prior to that, would I say I could see what was happening? At times, I think I was too busy running from one thing to the next. And I'm trying to reel that in myself to go, okay, what is going on? Do I realize the impact that someone is having in my life and realizing that God has put that person there? One of the things that came up to us when we were in Puerto Rico though, and and this is a struggle that Elisa and I have gone through over the years, man, we're, 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 we can, we can do the intimacy lifestyle. You know, we can have sex twice a week. (laughs) We can make it happen. But for us to stay on a plan to pray together or to do a devotional together, we, we, we do it and then we don't, we do it and then we don't. And you know, it's been a, it's been a struggle. Don't know if any of you can relate to that. Uh, one of the things I had a problem with it early on was the way the church would describe couples doing this. You know, they'd always go, oh, just get up in the morning and, you know, sit together and read your Bible and pray, which for many of you, that is great and it's fantastic and it works. For us, it just doesn't happen. So, you know, we're we're looking at, okay, well, prior to kids, it was easy for us to go to bed at a decent time and we could sit there and we could read and we could... Mm -hmm expand and and talk and then we could pray and and it was awesome and then kids came along and we go to bed and we go to sleep (laughs) yeah i mean then you got kids waking you up all the time and you know we still don't want to get up early the only time i want to get up early is if i'm going on a bike ride because i need to get up and do something i can't get up and read um me personally getting up and reading puts me back to sleep so it's a waste of time to do that So while we were in Puerto Rico, though, this realization just sort of came upon us that, wow, you know, we need to connect again here Mm -hmm. and how we're going to do it. And it was interesting, though, because Elisa had an email from a gal that she's been holding on to for, what, almost a year on the devotional Bible? 
Yes. Yes. Because it was after, I think it was after the last marriage retreat. So just a, a little less than a year. Yeah. And, you know, I, I wouldn't ever delete the email. Yeah. You know, it's funny how you, you know, it's like you have a periodically go through because, you know, you've got a hundred emails. Uh, you know, I try, I try and stay down to 50 because on Google, that's one page for me. And, uh, mine has like 600. <sighs> that just makes my head hurt. But, you know, here's this message that I just can't ever seem to delete. And so finally, I just told Tony, I said, you know, because we talked about this and, and, you know, talk about being aware. And then this is someone that has become a friend. And, you know, you look back and you're like, okay, there's a, you know, I've held on to this because it was a, it's obviously there for a reason. You know, I mean, not because it's God's word, not because it's the Bible, but because this, you know, we're ordering this Bible so that it can be a tool for us to use in our marriage. Right. You know, and part of, part of this being aware is going, okay, what tools do, do I need? What tools have other people given me or us? You know, and sometimes you have to seek those out and sometimes they've been given to you and you might not even realize it, you know? And so we are going to be um, receiving this couple's devotional Bible and, you know, looking through it and figuring out, okay, how do we make this work in our lifestyle? I was going to say, and that's the key. How do you make it work in your life so that both of you get something out of it? Mm -hmm. And, you know, if if you're, I didn't really think we were going to be talking about the devotional so much tonight, but since we are right now. Yeah. um, You know, one of the things that we talked about when we were in Puerto Rico is, you know, obviously doing it before bed doesn't work for us because with our multiple businesses, um, nighttime is still work time for us and when we do go to bed it's kind of that decompress and then go to sleep you know so we both read and then it's lights out um and if we try and read out loud to each other we yawn and go to sleep and it is not very productive and i think when we read to each other though it's better than reading separately and then coming together and then answering questions Right, but one of the things we talked about in Puerto Rico was figuring out a time during the day. Yes, that we can do a devotional together because we have found, and this is everything from having sex to just having some of our major conversations. We function; we're more morning people, and so we function better if we can, you know, figure out a time, whether it's once a week or a couple times a week, where we can do that. Not get up at the crack of dawn early. But because you and I both have some flexibility in our schedules to say, okay, you know what? If we get together at 8.15 or at 8.30, then, you know, this will work in our marriage. Right. Um, but, you know, it, it's taking it's taking a look at all of the blessings that you have in your lives, whether they're, they are people or things or circumstances, experiences, and realizing that God has a hand in all of it, mm-hmm. in all of it. And, you know, even the bad stuff, you know, just as my dad says in this, God is good all the time. You know, in the last four months, he's gone through, you know, cancer diagnosis, prostate surgery, you know, all of the ups and downs associated with that. And, his optimism. I mean, here's the guy that I can't even remember. Oh, 
uh, when he first found out the type of surgery he was having is this robotic surgery. And he, so he goes and meets with the surgeon and, you know, the guy's like, yeah, yeah one of the top surgeons at Ohio State, right? And so my dad says, after the guy asks him, do you have any questions? My dad says, yeah, can I play with the robot? You're not, you know, what's the problem? Can I play with the robot? And the doctor says, no, that's my job. <laughs> any other questions, Mr. Torres? Um, Classic. You know, but just the optimism and, and just saying, you know what? This is the hand I've got. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a little fun with this because as uncertain and scary as it might be, this is, I, I'm going to find the good in it. I'm going to see God's blessing in providing the friends, providing the doctors, providing, you know, in my dad's case, the hospital bed. I mean, when he called and said they were getting a hospital bed, I was like, what? Mm-hmm. It's like a friend had a hospital bed. And I remember just asking Tony, who has that extra hospital bed lying around? Someone but that was exactly what my dad needed. And so, you know, that's kind of one of those things. How could you not see God's hand in that? Because really extra, you know, not too many of you listening probably have extra hospital beds lying around. I don't know. Um, but you know, how about that time when a friend calls you just when you need it? Or, or hey, when you're dealing with the tough time that you and your spouse pray together. Right. You know, instead of walking away and not praying together, you know, coming together as one, being this union that can come together and bring up the difficulties or the praises to God. And that is something, and I say that because I need to hear it too. You know, a lot of times when we speak from these mics, we're, we're in a place where we're struggling a bit. You know, you guys know that we don't come up here from the the mighty high almighty on a big old platform and looking down upon you. We're right here with you. We're living life just like you guys. And it's hectic and it's hard, but I will have to say, I realized is that some of the most amazing times in my life were when Elisa and I were praying together, when I was praying individually more and, and seeking God's guidance, praying over my spouse, praying over my family. I can tell, I can tell the difference Mm -hmm. and, you know, as life goes on and, uh, you know, we're, we're not monks. We live in a world where things are constantly happening that I realize right now that I'm in a time in my life where I need to get back there and I need to set aside the time that is important for my life and for that of my wife and for that of my family. Yeah. And it's, it's important to recognize that. I mean, I, I, that has even been my revelation coming off of Puerto Rico. Um, you know, and it's the point now where I've got an, you know, a new Testament that I just carry in my purse. And, you know, if I've got five minutes early picking up the kids or if I'm at the grocery store, I, I pick it up and I, and, you know, I'm, I just open it up randomly. It's not like I'm reading in any kind of type of order, but I am amazed that every time I open it up, it's apparently what I need to read that day. Yeah, that's cool. And and I look at that and I said, okay, you know, apparently this is the billboard that I'm supposed to get right now. Right. And I 
and the biggest thing is I don't care how many times you've heard it from the pulpit that you need to read first thing in the morning or whatever they're saying, because I know a lot of us get caught up on that. You need to sit down and find out what works for you guys. Mm-hmm. That's what's key. And that's something that Elise and I are, are, are talking about and had talked about. And we've come to the realization that, you know what, we've tried the morning stuff. It doesn't work. The nighttime stuff, we're, we're just sort of beat down. Um, most evenings we just, we're just doing things. And so we've, we've realized, okay, we need to hone in on this time. And now we got to hone in more on how many times a week we want to do that together. You know, I will have to say that there have been times when I felt like I had to do this seven times a week Mm -hmm. every day. And if I didn't, I felt sort of like, wow, I'm not meeting up to some sort of standard you know what? I think if I do it one day a week, uh, I would get tons from that. And off of that one time a week, it's just being able to pray more Mm -hmm. and to look towards God more than what I'm doing currently. Well, it's all about relationship. Yeah. And that's, you know, we, we desire so much from our relationship with our spouse and we talk about that, but it's so important to know that our heavenly father desires relationship with us too. And so making that time, you know, right now you might not have, you might not be in a season of life where you have an hour or hours every day. Mm-hmm. Those of you with children, don't beat yourself up because you don't have all of that time, but make time to be in relationship with God because it will impact your marriage relationship. Mm-hmm. When you, you know, we talk about this in our book, Strip Down, the very first chapter is called From the Top Down on Purpose. Because if you got your priorities in in order with God at the top, the rest of it falls into place. Yep, it does. And you will be aware of God's presence in your life. You will see God's hand in the people that he brings to your life. You will see God's hand in the circumstances that present themselves in your life and those that you are allowed to minister to and you are allowed to be God to other people. Mm-hmm. But you got to have that connection in order to be able to see it. Right. Because if you don't have that connection, then everything's left to chance. Yep. And for those of you who haven't picked up our book, Strip Down, 13 Keys to Unlocking Intimacy in Your Marriage, during this time leading up to the seven days of sex challenge and during the week of, ending on May 14th at 11:59 you can pick up strip down any of the versions soft cover ebook or audiobook for 15% off go to the post go look all the way at the bottom and you'll get your discount code there if you want it so i challenge you this week you guys know that we you know throw out challenges just you know things to keep in mind during the week look for god's hand this week, look for God's feet, look for God's voice in, in what happens in your life this week. And I'd love to, I'd love to hear what you see, what you hear, what you notice, share with us how God's working in your life and how you see it when you're aware of it, aware of it. You can always email me at askalisa at one extraordinary marriage.com. 
or me at asktony at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Do you want to give the phone number and I won't talk over you? Yeah, and our phone number is 858-876-5663. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that I didn't talk that time when you were giving the phone number. You're fine. Have a great week, you guys, Um, and be aware. Yeah, and we are looking forward to seeing you join us on the 7 Days of Sex Challenge. Have a great week, and we love you guys. Thanks for listening to the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast. We would love to hear from you. You can go ahead and give us a call at area code 858-876-5663 or send us an email to info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. The website is oneextraordinarymarriage.com. And while you're there, you can sign up for our Marriage Minute Monday newsletter and you can also purchase Tony and Elisa's new book, Stripped Down. It's available now in print, audio, and ebook formats. Also, the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast has sponsorship opportunities available now. If your business is interested in sponsoring this podcast, please contact us at oneextraordinarymarriage.com.